So this story, or a story we're talking about tonight, flew under my radar. The uh, Department of Homeland Security issued their criteria for right-wing extremists. And if I'm being honest, I fit every single category. Um, so we, we kind of know where they're headed. We've got a story tonight, which is probably one of the best headlines I've ever seen but it's 2023, so we just got to suck it up and uh, deal with it. And Twitter has rebranded. We'll talk about that. If you're watching the replay, do us a favor. Skip ahead three minutes. Watch the rest of the show. If you're new here, give us a thumbs up. Follow the channel. And uh, stick around. We'll be back in a couple of minutes.
Hi, guys. Alex McDonald in Atlanta, joined by Daniel Danielle Munoz in Minnesota. I don't know what's going on. Don't ask me. What were you uh, texting me laughing about, by the way? The overlay fucking up? Pardon my French? No. Oh, you were laughing at something else? I don't know what. I apologize. Um, I was texting you something that we shouldn't ought to be talking about on air, so maybe don't bring it up on the show because I'm not quick enough to come up with something. I'll, I'll oh, just... <laughs> sorry. Now what? Yeah, okay. I see what you were giggling about. I was making fun of folks. Yeah, I see what you were friends. giggling about. I thought you were laughing because the chat overlay messed up. And I had to uh, fix that on the fly. But now I think it's working. Let's see. Yep, there's Bill. Um, we'll say hi to our friends at the halftime, or not the halftime, but at the break, I guess. Uh, yes, but we're going to dig into idea. some content because we've got a lot to talk about tonight, Danielle. There's so much to talk about. Uh, by the way, this is TPS Report for Monday, July 24th, 2023. It's good to be back. It is Thank good you to be all. back. Thank you all for joining us. It's already a mess. It's yes, it is already a faff. Already a mess. I don't know what to say. It's going to be downhill from here, obviously. Let's talk about this Twitter. Elon rebrands, right. yeah, Elon rebrands Twitter as X. So Twitter is now officially part of X Corp, Danielle. X Corp or X Corporation, uh, I'm assuming that's what it means. Uh, was a organization or company that Elon created, started, simply for the purpose of buying Twitter with the ultimate goal of rolling different brands under it and making the X app, the app for everything, right? And this this appears to be one of the first steps in that direction. Uh, as far as I can tell, my Twitter app is still called Twitter, but if you go to the Twitter website, in fact, let me try and find my maps. I'm going to go to twitter.com. Of course, it has me logged out, but it does say um, it's got the X up here. Sign in to, uh, to Twitter. So maybe I'll sign in and see what happens. Elon killed the bird. Elon killed the bird. Yes, he did. And you know what? Can't say I blame him. Now that it's his, yeah, I mean, now that it's his property, he can, um, what one do I want? I want to log in with this one. Let's log in with that one. Let's see if the, um, uh, yeah, fine. I'll save it. Yeah. The bird's gone completely. Now it is simply the X up here in the corner. David Foster, <laughs> right? I'm not not entirely sure what's going on there, Dave. Is but that is that Wolverine? That looks uh, a little. Yeah, sometimes AI gets it totally wrong. He says, <laughs> it's uh, "Amazing." Yeah, that Hi, is. David. Um, Hope you're doing well, buddy. That is wrong. Um, so yeah, now X up here, no little Tweety Bird on uh, Twitter anymore. I mean, as much as I don't care about Twitter, it makes me a little bit sad that he killed the bird. Same, yeah, it's it's the same old dumpster fire. Though. Oh, gosh, yes. Dumpster yeah. fire. Yeah, it is. Um, I still like Twitter. Still a still a because well, you enjoy a good dumpster fire. I do enjoy a nice you dumpster stoke fire. The fire. I, I do. It's like Dave says, Dave Diamond Dave, who does a Saturday morning show with me. He says, I can't walk past a hay bale without throwing a match on it. And it's kind of true. I it like is. to sit and watch shit burn. 
Yes, if I'm being absolutely honest. Absolutely true. Yes. And Twitter is a great place to rile folks up and then sit back and watch it burn. Which is why, and you've told me this for years, I need to stay off Twitter, stay out of the comments because I get oh, my yeah. feelings hurt. Yeah. I get my feelings hurt for other people. Yeah. Speaking of staying out of the comments, I got another email from YouTube today. Go look, by the way, if anyone's in, I'm not, don't sub or anything like that. But if you go to YouTube and search for TPS Report Live, you're going to see a couple of ghost, ghost channels. They don't have any videos on them. And so it's impossible for them to have committed any infractions, right? Yes. You would assume. Theoretically. Yet I got an email today about infractions on on a channel. Didn't even tell me which. And, and dude, it's not ghost channel, it's ghost channel. Yeah, and they've said they've said your your channel's been restricted. Um, and by restricted, they couldn't issue strikes or anything like that because there's zero content there. They've right. uh, they've um, taken away the advanced features. They say the, you've lost advanced features for creators. I don't care because you I, shouldn't even have features for creators because you're blacklisted. Right, right, completely blacklisted anyway. So, um, but yeah, there you go. YouTube still up to their uh, usual shenanigans. Tricks. You and um, YouTube are up to your shenanigans. Yeah. So this is now X. Uh, Microsoft, uh, not Microsoft, Facebook, Zuckerberg, what is it? Meta, mm -hmm. Meta released threads. Threads is tanking. Threads is receiving about 12 million unique visitors a day. And they're spending on average about four minutes a day on the platform. That compares to Twitter's 200 million a day who spend on average 30 minutes on the platform each day. Threads is, I mean, it's circling the drain at right. this point. Um, you know, and it, and, Didn't they just start it? Yeah, yeah, maybe less than a month ago. Yeah. But this is to be expected when you, you know, you, you tell people you've created it because Twitter's too conservative. Twitter is too right wing. So, hey, we're creating a platform where where leftists can feel safe and say, well, who but who wants to be in a place that's just an echo chamber where you all you're doing is preaching to the choir. Right. And everybody feels safe. Of course, no one's going to use that. No one's going to use that rubbish. Right. Absolute terrible. I heard today the site's only been up 70 percent of the time. Is that right, Bill? That threads has only had 70. So that means 30% downtime. That's wow. absolutely horrific. Dude, that's that's um, union work right there, is what that is. Yeah, I signed I got threads the day it was launched. I got my regular screen name, Xander Mac, I think. Um, no, I didn't. I got Xander Mac spelled differently because it brought it in from Instagram. So right. I have the Instagram the version only of Xander Mac. You yeah. don't have Xander Mac. It pissed me off too, yeah. that guy. That guy, swear to God. Um, I posted one thing on threads and it was just to berate threads. And then I bailed. That was it. Posted one thing just to basically call it the just ass cancer. Yeah, the ass cancer of social media. And uh, then bailed. 
I thought, hey, that was my that was my howdy to Threads, and went straight back to to um, Twitter. And I found out on Twitter that my so I have my regular account that I've had since 2010 or 12, whatever the hell it right. was. And then I have the TPS Report Live account. All the people that banned my previous account don't know about this new one. And I have access to them all again. People like Shannon Watts of Moms Without Common Sense. I have access to her. People like uh, Ricky, well, actually, Ricky Gervais. No, Ricky Gervais unbanned unbanned you. Yeah. Yeah. not because your behavior has improved. Oh no, it's far worse. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, it's it's. it's a, I mean, it's not worse. It's it's about the same, to be honest. Um, I'm just not. I think the older you get, the rowdier you get. Mm, I think because I could give a shit whether they keep me on their platforms at this point. Yeah. Yeah, I really could care less. Everything yes. I everything I tweet gets a warning from Twitter. It says some people don't like it when you say things like this. And so I tweet it anyway. I don't care if they the people that follow me, they know what they're getting into. They know what right. they signed up for. And if they don't, for. they learn very quickly. And uh, and if Twitter want to restrict my reach among other people, I, I just don't give a shit. Go for it. I don't care. But yeah, literally everything I post on Twitter pops up a little warning first that basically says, um, are you sure you want to post this? Well, yes. Yes, I yes, am. I am. Yes, I am. Thank you very much. Uh, and I, I've got to stop saying Twitter now and say X. And I'm assuming the X stands for extremism. Okay. Because uh, that's what Twitter is accused of these days, right? Remember 99X when they when 99X first came on the scene? There, your ex wants you back. Was there? Was it? No, I don't. Yeah, I don't remember that, that. When did you cut? You were in Atlanta then. Yeah, of course. Okay. Yeah, I mean Jimmy Barron was in our movie. No, no, no. I mean, but when it first came on, I, I know, I remember that fucking yeah, no, shit show dumpster it started, fire. It started in uh, the 90-something. It was in the 90s. Yeah. 92? Yeah. Yeah, for sure I was oh. here. Yeah. But yeah, because yeah, it used to be some, I don't remember, but it was like a disco-y kind of station. And then like overnight it became 99X, like alternative, like good stuff. Mm-hmm. And then, that was a great yeah, channel. I liked night. And you yes, can if you go to so uh, if you go to retroatlantatees.com, you can buy 99x t-shirts or something. It's, it's, I see it on Facebook. It's one of those Facebook ads. That I'm a, just yeah. a absolute just, sucker yeah, for new TV. Yeah, yeah. Just you can a, buy new t-shirts that are made to look like. Yeah, absolute sucker. They have 96 rock shirts. They have 99x shirts. They have. Uh, Shirts from uh, stores that used to be record stores. What was the name of it? The the, the um, was it Turtles record? Yeah, they got Turtles With shirts. The stamps. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. All kind of good stuff. I may go there and order some. Um, but of yeah, course, I assume. Look at the shirt you're wearing. Oh yeah, this was a Instagram special. Yeah, it was. Can't remember I, the I, name of the store, but yeah, it was found out on Instagram. Guan Chin's Instagram store. Yeah, I know it wasn't Timu. Or Sheehan. Right. It was neither of those. Yes. Um, I mean, I'm still certain that you're getting lead poisoning from wearing it. But, you know, whatever. We're all going to die from something. Could be. Don't care. Don't really care. Right. 
But yeah, Twitter is now X. And so, and, and I assume X stands for extremism, which will take us into our next story in a very, very undelicate segue. Yeah. It's the clumsiest segue ever because the Department of Homeland Security, and this one flew under my radar. This happened a while back and I've just, uh, just kind of caught on to this. Well, they completed their assessment, their evaluation of uh, right-wing, and not extremism in general, just right-wing extremism. They had to, they had to target this uh, investigation onto the right, naturally, because they were directed to do this by this administration. And they're not going to want to investigate the left-wing extremists, right. you know, Antifa, BLM. Burning down the house, yeah. Basically all the folks in that music video that Jason Aldean video right. didn't want to investigate any of them. They just want to investigate folks like me that talk shit on Twitter and get banned from YouTube. And I have some results from this. And by the way, I'm going to have to get, I've uh, got to get some graphics queued up for the next segment. So I'm going to try to do that while we're here talking. Danny, if you see anything weird pop up on the screen, would you tell me? Yes. Because Quite frankly, nothing really should pop up weird on the screen because I have in a different mode. But anyway, this is um, this is part of the report from the Department of Def uh, from Department of Homeland Security, and they are talking about who they consider extremists. And I have some data here. I'm going to go through this list, Danielle. Okay. Um, who are extremists? Number one. And there's there's a lot just putting it out there. Combat veterans who are disgruntled about the takeover of their country. That's number one. Uh, number two, anyone that opposes war. They've gone like from any war at all. Any war. Anyone that opposes war is uh, is a right wing extremist, um, which is kind of an odd jump to be honest to go from veterans who obviously you would assume don't oppose war because right. they they chose to fight in them so they've gone from veterans who like a bit of war to right. uh anyone that doesn't like a bit of war all being considered extremists which is nice um hold on let me resize that there you go look at that i think i got all those images gracefully set up behind the scenes without anybody noticing that I was working on that while trying to talk to you about this. Dude, <laughs> this is like the Friends episode where we learned that when you say you're breezy, it takes away the breezy. Yeah. I broke... When you're working behind the scenes, if you say, here I am working behind the scenes, nothing to see here. Yeah. Um, then you're working in front of the scenes. So yeah, from one extreme to the other, the pro-war to the anti-war, all of all of them extremists. Um, people who don't think they should be paying income taxes. Who thinks they should be paying fucking income taxes? Right. Who enjoys that? Doesn't make any sense. Let me let me add to it. People who don't think they should be paying income taxes because Congress violated the Constitution in the first place to push it through by lying to everyone, which is actually 100% accurate. It's, it's precisely what happened. That's exactly what Congress did. Um, so yeah, if you don't if you don't like taxes, you're a right wing extremist. Um, 
anyone that opposes the feds restricting their second amendment rights even though it's literally one of our rights to oppose them opposing our second amendment rights we should be keeping score and see who scores the highest i mean i'm i'm four for so four far, so, so far. far i think lowry's winning well you're not a combat vet lowry well that's a true i'm not vet. a vet that's true so but i i i'm not gonna say i'm uh, I, I like a bit of war depends who we're warring with but i do i like a bit of war it's okay i also sometimes don't like a bit of war well, depends on who we're warring with, basically. But yeah, you're right. Larry's four for four. I'm going to say I'm three for four. And Bill's in there too. I'm I'm not going to I'm not going to ring Bill up, but I'm definitely ringing Larry up on all of those. Yeah. Um, number five. Anyone who has a better explanation to all of the mass shootings and domestic terrorist attacks than the government come up with. So, so when something happens and the government gives you their narrative, if you disagree with that narrative, or if you, I don't know, posit an alternate hypothesis, the Department of Homeland Security considers you a right-wing extremist. So... You had to fight a YouTube strike because of my alternate narrative to the shooting in the Texas school? Yeah. And I was right. Yeah. Um... And if you come up with theories about Ruby Ridge and Waco, Texas, then you are double super right-wing extremist. Right. Just so you know. Uh, anyone who opposes open borders is apparently a threat to the national security of America. Um, it's, it's not the illegal alien invaders coming across the border border that pose right. the threat it's those americans that believe it's a privilege to come and live in america not those uh not whatever anyone who opposes open borders um anyone against abortion is a right-wing extremist does it really say that yeah yeah anyone by i could i guess i could live where is it i guess i could leave this yeah. up on the, the screen. This is this is a portion of it, and I'm reading some more here. Um, anyone that considers themselves a patriot, or if you belong to any organization that is even remotely patriotic, you are a right-wing extremist. Um, anyone that brings up the U.S. Constitution. That's nothing else. No, nothing else. Anyone that, that again? anyone that brings up the Constitution, anyone that uses the Constitution as a uh, as a defense of an argument or in uh, in proposition of a, a hypothesis, a defense of our rights. Yes, anyone that uses the law of the land to uh, to defend a legal the position, absolute founding law of the land. Yeah, is in okay. fact a uh, is in fact. A right-wing, uh, uh, a right-wing uh, extremist. Extremist. Yeah, mm -hmm. which is absolutely amazing. Um, anyone that supports a third-party candidate. Huh. I mean, think about that. I think I, huh. if you if you're a libertarian, you're a right-wing extremist because libertarians are the are, they're the most predominant third-party candidate. 
Right. The Department of Homeland Security argue that right wing extremism is rampant among folks that that push away from the, the two mainstream parties and and push for third party candidates instead. You can't make this up. You might think I've made this up, but I've printed this out from the Department of Homeland Security. Dude, if you were making this up, you would make up better lies. You would make it more believable because this is ridiculous. Yeah. yeah. Anyone that wants to audit the Federal Reserve is a threat to Homeland Security. You are, in fact, sir, a right-wing extremist for expecting fiscal responsibility. How dare you, you racist bigot. Um, Anyone who opposes a carbon tax or a... Uh, where the tax goes to a world bank and by by extension anyone that opposes a uh, global currency so basically anyone that doesn't want the government with their tentacles all up in your money you're a you're a right-wing extremist right um and uh, finally anyone who opposes the united nations or the world health organization yeah. Shut up. Yeah. If you uh if you if you happen to not think that the UN should be making laws in the United States, if you happen to think that Congress should be doing that job and not the United Nations, you are a right-wing extremist. You know who this is? It's every single person in America. Yeah. It's anybody that they want to go after. This is such a wide net. You could be you could be a descendant of Lenin and they would find something in here to be able to label you as a right-wing extremist and target you. And why does this matter? Why does it matter that the government have published this crud? It's just complete nonsense. Well, it matters because, as we know, right-wing white nationalism, right-wing extremism is the gravest threat to national security that the United States has ever seen. If you listen to this administration, right. if you listen to this Justice Department, this Department of Homeland Security... White nationalism, whatever you want to call it, white supremacy, right-wing extremism is the greatest threat we've ever faced. Never mind that the majority of these things have nothing to do with left or right. Right. They're about the law. They're about constitutionality. The Second Amendment isn't... It's not, it's not something... It's it's in the Bill of Rights, motherfuckers. You can't simply look. I know it's the lesser in in the eyes of the left. It's one of the lesser of the rights. It doesn't carry the same weight or gravitas as the rest of your rights, and therefore it's the little redheaded stepchild of rights. And then they so they get to bash it and they get to demean it, right? 
What happens to America if, if we don't have a second amendment? We become Canada or England or Australia. I mean, it's a hypothetical question, obviously, because I don't think that's ever going to happen. But imagine this nation without a second amendment. You kiss the rest of your rights goodbye. Literally what happens is we don't have the ability to protect ourselves against our government. Yeah. Because that's what the Second Amendment does. It indemnifies us against attack by our government. Yes. Yeah, and and specifically this kind of uh this type kind of attack frequent yes. frequent frequent God <laughs> damn that? it. <laughs> frequent <laughs> Frequent, fuck, now I can't say it again. Frequent references to the Constitution, supports third-party candidates, support for an uh, audit of the Federal Reserve, uh, uh, opposition to a carbon tax, opposition to U.S. submissions to the United Nations and the World Health Organization. Um, The U.S. Department of Defense's current training manual I'm trying to read this. It's tiny on the screen. Introduced at something or other, Anti-Terrorism and Force Protection Annual Refresher, I believe that is, advises personnel that political protest, admittedly protected under the First Amendment, is to be regarded as low-level terrorism. That's the footnote at the bottom of that graphic right there. Gotcha. But only right-wing protest. Left-wing protest, you know, those fiery but mostly peaceful peaceful, protests those are fine it's only right-wing protest should be regarded as low-level terrorism well the so leftist ones are demonstrations not protests you're right yeah i'm such an idiot how did yes i don't know how i forget these things because you're british you didn't grow up with us you don't know how we do things. yeah i don't know how i forget these things um Virtually, virtually every single one of these things seems like common sense to me from the citizen's perspective. Right. And that's how you know. That's how you know this is just a, a crock of shit, quite frankly. Because everything they talk about are things that Americans should believe. We should not want the United Nations governing this country. We should not come under World Health Organization governance. We've seen what happens when they try to do that here in America. The the entire nation gets shut down and we're still not recovered three years later. Well, and as far as the WHO, our own government goes back and forth between the WHO and the Centers for Disease Prevention and Control. They don't even back the... So... Everybody in the government. Well, I mean, like I said, everyone's an extremist, according to this. Yes. It's just a waste of money. We we spent billions producing this report. Um, Don't know why I didn't see it sooner, but I didn't, because that's a doozy. That's an amazing one. Um, And the problem is they're going to use it. I, I... Remember when they announced that white supremacy and white nationalism and right-wing extremism was the greatest threat ever? Yes. And I said, we're going to see it ramp up and up and up and up. This is their legal justification now for ramping it up. And we're going to see it more and more and more as they try to shut down people that frankly just disagree with them. Right. And that's, that's all we're talking about here. 99.999% of people that uh, fall under this 
They're not a threat to national security. They're simply Americans with opinions. They're opinions that differ from that of this administration. But because of that, they're considered the enemy. And they have to be targeted and dealt with as an enemy. And this is what we've been seeing. Already we've seen people put in jail for um, put in jail for memes, political memes. That guy, it was in New York, I think, got put in jail for political memes. There was a guy in Florida that got put in jail for, um, do, 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 what did he do? Something to do with a school board, wasn't it? A school district or something? I, I can't remember what it was. Yeah, I don't remember. It was something ridiculous. I forget what it was. Um, but these are political prosecutions. These are people who are being targeted for their political ideology, and they're being locked up under this regime. This regime that wants nothing more than to implement authoritarianism in America, and swear to God, they're right on the way to doing it. They're well on the way to doing it. They have a complicit law enforcement uh, infrastructure. Look at what the Department of Justice is doing with the FBI, now with the Department of Homeland Security. 100% on board here because it guarantees them power. It guarantees them their authority. Because at the end of the day, the people they're talking about here, they're the ones who, if the word, I'm not, I don't want to go into a Tim Pool moment. Oh, my civil war, my civil war, because he loves a bit of civil war. He loves Tim Pool. civil war. I think every episode he talks about civil war. Maybe not. Um, yeah. But if that if that worst were ever to happen, it's these people who would be providing a defense against that authoritarian right. regime, and that's why they have to be shut down because there cannot be there cannot be allowed to be a defense to that that authoritarianism. Right. The government knows this. The government knows if they want to keep power, if they want to uh, remain as autonomously powerful as they are they have to shut down any kind of dissent and i don't consider i don't consider put it this way put it to you this way if in the 1930s some uh, some revolutionaries in Jor- in uh, Rus- in germany spit it out if some uh, revolutionaries in Germany had risen up to overthrow Adolf Hitler, would anyone consider that a bad thing? I don't think so. Not No. No matter in the world where that happens, good people have to stand up to oppose evil. I'm not saying the United States government is evil. I'm saying it has the capability and the potential of being evil and if and when that happens it's actually incumbent on good men and women if you like to stand up to overthrow it right i'm not saying we're there i'm not saying i want us to get there i'm not i'm not telling anyone to go out and do anything because Lord knows somebody will take this as a clip and feed it to the feds and say, look at this man inciting violence. I'm not just giving you an example. Um, yeah, the Department of Homeland Security thinks we're all a threat to them. 
quite frankly. Bunch of rowdy bastards. Every single one of us is a threat to them. It's absolutely amazing. Um, what am I forgetting? Say hi to our friends. No, yeah, yeah. Let's say, yeah, go ahead. Say hi to our friends. I need to, yeah, that's right. I got these images ready, so we're ready to go. Go ahead. Say hi to our mates. Let's see who we got. I see Janine. Hey, Janine. There's us. Uh, Bacon was here. I think she has gone to get the bit. So, hey, Bacon. Hey, bit. Bill Campbell's here. Hey, Bill. Um, the brush fire mine. That's Lowry. Hey, Chris. Who else we got? There's Sister Joy. Hey, Sister. What's up, guys? Um, there's my mama. Hey, mama. And Michelle. Hey, Michelle. Hey, Michelle. And I believe that's Dondra. Hey, Dondra. Yeah, Dondra's here. Peggy Brown is here. I'm sure you said all these names, but I was uh, trying to get something set up. I have not gotten to Peggy yet, but hey, Peggy Brown. There's Diamond Dave. Hey, honey, honey. Um, Michelle Brown, we said hey, too. And um, who did I miss? Y'all, yeah, there's Peggy. Hey, Peggy. If I missed you, holla. I mean, holla and blame Alex because he distracted me. I, and but, I still, I'm still missing something. I've got to... Keep keep talking. Um, keep on talking while I yeah, while I try to get some shit set up here. I'm sorry about this, Danny. I know well, I should have right. been way more prepared. No, that's all right. Um, I should probably so, apologize to the audience, but they know they know what to expect from me by now. Right? Yeah. What all not right. to expect from us, which is organization. Yeah. Yeah. Quite frankly. All right. Uh, I know what I was forgetting. Let's talk about uh, let's talk about you Ukraine. Let's talk about a Department of Defense report. In fact, I'm going to jump over to here so we can... Uh, it's the Inspector General, uh, U.S. Department of Defense, the DOD's accountability of equipment provided to Ukraine, Danielle, which sounds wonderful, right? Yeah. We'll come back to that in a second. The Pentagon... Let me go to here. The Pentagon Inspector General found the arms Washington sent to Kiev did not undergo the required inspections. A report from the Inspector General found you, uh, weapons the U.S. sent to Ukraine in the hands of criminals on the black market, Danielle. We've known this was happening already because we've known, we've seen weapons showing up in right. Syria, for example. We found, we the, the People have found U.S. weapons showing up in Syria and other undesirable, as, as Donald Trump would call them, shithole countries around the uh, around the world. Um, I I don't call them shit. Other other people call them shithole countries. I I wouldn't do that. That was a uh, not an impersonation of Donald Trump, but well, you were kind quoting of thing he would say, yeah, quoting Donald Trump. Um, and. There are laws in place. Congress passed laws about tracking these weapons from effectively from inception through uh, through delivery to to final use and disposal. OK, there are laws on the books that require that to happen. The inspector general's office is saying, well, that's a bit difficult in Ukraine because we have very limited boots on the ground in Ukraine. We know there are going to be more soon, but that's beside the point. There right. are kind of limited boots on the ground in Ukraine at the moment. So let's take a look at some of the highlights of this uh, of this report, and let's see if I can fancy this up. Oh, with a little drop shatter. 
There you go. The Department of Defense Inspector General report on American weapons transfers to Ukraine from February to September of last year found that the legally required monitoring was not taking place. The DOD is unable to conduct end-use monitoring in Ukraine because completing end-use monitoring in coordinates with DOD policy requires in-person access to the defense equipment provided, it said. Intelligence methods provide some accountability for observable platforms such as missiles and helicopters, but smaller items such as night vision devices have limited accountability. By the way, they talk about these smaller items. A, um, uh, a nice pair of, uh, what, what are we up to? PVS-4s, whatever we're up to now. A nice pair of white phosphorus pvs four. Uh, night vision goggles, you're looking at 15 grand. And when thousands and thousands of them are going missing, that's not something to sneeze at, especially when they're going into the hands of criminals and terrorists who are actually enemies of the United States. You don't right. want to level that playing field. Right. You you don't want to. Anyway, let's uh, let's authority. The president. God damn it! I'll press the right button once tonight at least. Let's keep going. Give me a drop shadow. The uh, Department of Defense Office of Inspector General found deficiencies in the DOD's transfer of military equipment to the government of Ukraine requiring and used monitoring, including Javelin missiles, Javelin command launch units, and night vision devices. Notice how, notice how they say, listen, it's the small stuff we can't keep track of. And then later in the report, drop in Javelin missiles. Right. And Javelin launch units. Oh, and, and the night vision devices. Yeah. And, and so they've already primed us with the night vision devices before, and they put those at the end of the list as a distractor because the last thing in the list is what you're more likely to remember. Yes. Yeah, it's exactly what they're doing. And in Ukraine's security and accountability of U.S. provided military equipment, the report added, sorry, let's move on. In a section of the report that is heavily redacted, the inspector general listed some cases of American weapons not making it to their intended recipient. We already know about the Javelins, the Javelin launch systems, and, and obviously those uh, night division night devices goggles. because yeah. you've got nods, you got to uh, you got to count for the nods. The cases uh, remained unredacted. The cases that remained unredacted in the report include a Moscow-influenced criminal organization that procured grenade launchers and machine guns. That's nice. A uh, pro-Kiev militia that tried to sell dozens of rifles on the black market. And when they say tried to sell, what they mean is was successful in selling because those weapons were never recovered by the, the people supposed to be doing the security right. inspections. Um, and a group of arms traffickers, probably including the one that Joe Biden sent home in uh, in uh, swap for that basketball player, 
Right. What was the his merchant name? Merchant of Death. Yeah, the Merchant of Death. Anyway, a, a group of arms traffickers who were selling weapons and ammunition stolen from the uh, from the front lines. Danielle, when asked about this, you know where this is going. When asked about this, a State Department spokesperson admitted that. American weapons were being used for illicit purposes in Ukraine. Despite these issues, the spokesperson emphasized that Washington felt the weapons transfers were too important. The U.S. government remains keenly aware of the risk of possible illicit diversion and is proactively taking steps to mitigate this risk in close cooperation with the government of Ukraine. Um, that government, by the way, is complicit in much of this uh, illegal arms trade. The spokesperson continued, we are realistic that, what, that um, we are sending weapons to help Ukraine defend itself in an active conflict, and that there's a risk these weapons could be captured if territory changes hands, which happens in any war. The risk they're ignoring is the weapons that are in the hands of the corrupt Ukrainians, because again, let's, let's not to forget, prior to February of 2022... Ukraine was the most corrupt nation on the planet right. for 10 years in a row. All of the reporting out of the Ukraine was to do with their corruption and their Nazi problems. So let's not forget, it doesn't necessarily need territory to change hands. For these, as we know, for these weapons to end up in criminal and terrorist hands. All it takes are the very same people who were running Ukraine prior to the war to be running Ukraine during the war right. for this corruption, for, for javelins, javelin missiles, and javelin delivery systems to be... Uh, Go missing. To go missing and in the hands of um, illicit, for illicit purposes. Illicit diversion, they call it, Danielle. A, depart, a State Department spokesperson referred to it as illicit diversion. I want to see some person come and try to illicitly divert my car or illicitly divert my TV because... You will illicitly light them up? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, it wouldn't be illicit. I'd light their asses up. Um, listen, we've known this has been going on. We know that Ukraine is corrupt. By now, everybody should understand there are no good guys in this war. Right. The Russians are POSs. The Ukrainians are POSs. And the longer we stay involved in this, this American administration are POSs, quite frankly. But I can't just point fingers at Democrats. There are Republicans in America that are pushing for this war, pushing to, to extend this war. Um, Mike Pence, Mike Pence just did an interview where he said, yeah, absolutely, I'm going to keep this war going. I'm going to keep weapons and munitions going to Ukraine. Mike Pence. 
Um, doesn't surprise me, quite frankly. Doesn't surprise me in the least. I mean, in reality, historically, it's been Republicans that were the warmongers anyway. And it was always the Democrats that were the conscientious objectors, right? The anti-war peaceniks. Right. I've, I've seen that flip dramatically in the last, say, 12 to 15 years where those on the conservative side are becoming far, far more anti-war, far less pro-war. For right. me, for me, it began with WMDs. You remember that, right? Yes. I was, I was vehemently opposed to going into Iraq until we went into Iraq. And then I was just pro-America. Right. But prior to the invasion taking place, based on the, the absolutely ridiculously lame evidence that Bush presented, or that, you know, Bush and um, Colin Powell and uh, uh, Rumsfeld, those guys, the, abs the, the weakest of evidence you could ever present for weapons of mass destruction... Based on that, I was absolutely anti-invasion of Iraq. Soon as we invaded, I was all good. I was pro-America. And I got to tell you, as soon as there are, are, are American boots on the ground actually in the fight in, uh, in Ukraine, I will be pro-America, but I will also be saying, let's get this shit over and done with. Right, get our yeah people out of yeah, there. There's no reason to prolong this and drag it out the way it's being dragged out. Just go wipe, wipe shit to the ground and come home. But right now, I don't have to be pro-America in this fight. I right. can be anti-Russia and anti-Ukraine. Right. And I am both of those things. I'm anti-Russia, anti-Ukraine. This is an absolutely ridiculous war between communists and Nazis, the, the corrupt communist and the even more corrupt Nazis who have shown... Right. Corrupt communists and evil Nazis. Who have shown an absolute willingness to steal American tax dollar, dollars and embezzle them into their own personal bank accounts who right. have shown a complete willingness to take American weapons of war and hand them to our enemies in other countries like Syria. And people think I need to have sympathy for the Ukrainians or maybe the Ukrainian people. Sure, they didn't ask for this, just like the people in the Donbass didn't ask to be persecuted for 10 years, eight right. years, seven years, seven. Slaughtered by the Ukrainian government. Slaughtered by the Ukrainian government for seven years. They didn't ask for that. No. I have sympathy for the Ukrainian people, obviously. The Ukrainian men, not women, because women don't have to fight, but the Ukrainian men who have been forced into service to fight Russia. I feel sympathy for them. Of course I do. No sympathy at all for Ukraine as a nation. No sympathy at all for the Ukraine. The, the absolutely morally bankrupt Ukrainian government and its p piano penis play and leader. No sympathy whatsoever 
for them. Right. The, and the sooner we wash our hands of it, the better, quite frankly. This isn't humanitarian, what we're doing. And, and quite frankly, the only reason the United States should ever get involved anywhere is for humanitarian reasons. This isn't humanitarian. This is territorial. If this right. was humanitarian, we would have been involved eight years ago while the Ukrainians were bombing their own people. That's when we would have been involved right. in a humanitarian sense. Yeah, no, this is straight regime change. This is, yes, straight up overthrowing Putin. Straight up proxy war. I'm absolutely sick of it. It needs to end. Um, let's end this on a um, on a headline I never thought I would read until I realized, you know what? It's 2023. It's 2023, and I'm just going to have to get used to it. Man allegedly shot and killed his pregnant boyfriend and then himself in murder-suicide. This is from the Law and Crime Network, believe it or not. Well, actually, you can believe it because they're liberal uh, hippies, quite frankly. Man, pretend it's not 2023. Pretend that it's, oh, let's go all the way back to 2013. Let's go back to 2013. Let's go back 10 years, Danielle. Okay. How would you explain this headline to anyone? Somebody mistyped it. You would think, right? That's yeah. That's got to be a typo. Yeah. They're genuine about this. They actually believe this bullshit headline. Man, alleged... The alleged part... Right. The, the alleged part is that he shot someone. That's the alleged part of this headline. Man allegedly shoots and killed... His pregnant boyfriend. Now, look, this is a tragic story. It's not funny, quite frankly. The Florida man who allegedly murdered his pregnant boyfriend. and But I can't help but laugh when I read that, though. And I'm sorry. Right. No offense to the pregnant woman that got murdered here and her baby. Yeah. Um. But But she wanted this. Yeah. The person, the person we're talking about what probably wanted to be referred to as the pregnant boyfriend. And if it makes me giggle when I tell your, your harrowing story, I apologize, but I'm not going to feel bad about it. So let's get that out there up front. The Florida man who allegedly murdered his pregnant boyfriend and stole the life of the victim's unborn child, which now it's taking the life of an unborn child, Right because the pregnant boyfriend was killed, the pregnant boyfriend didn't make the decision to kill his own baby. Had the pregnant boyfriend killed his own baby, that wouldn't be an issue here. Those are just reproductive rights. Whatsoever, yeah. That would just be pregnant man gets an abortion. That would right. be that headline. It's, it's, it's as awkward to explain to people in 2013 as this current headline, but still, pregnant man gets abortion. Okay, fair enough. We'll deal with that another time. That would have been the, the uh, wouldn't have been a crime, wouldn't have even been a headline, other than pregnant man gets an abortion. Um, Riley, Gro Riley John Grover, 26, shot and killed himself after carrying out the homicide. The Polk County Sheriff's Office in Florida said... 
his mother identified the victim as Camden Ryder, 21, a transgender man who was eight months pregnant, according to WTSP. What were you going to say, Danielle? You were going to interject with something there. Nothing. Lowry said in the comments that they were both, uh, here's the twist, they're both bio women. I assume he's kidding. I know, obviously, that the pregnant boyfriend is a biological woman, but... Yeah, no, I, I well, all right, I'm not going to say they're not because stranger things have happened and right. maybe it was a turkey baster baby. Maybe, uh, maybe they were both trans men and one of them took a shot from a, a turkey baster. I guess that's feasible. But as I, as far as I know, the man in this relationship yeah, was and actually the, a biological man. And the woman is identified as a trans man. And the man is identified as a man, like yeah. in the article. So, but, but that yeah, would who that, actually knows that would have made for an even better story, to be honest. It with really you. would have, because then you got two trannies and uh, a donor, some sperm donor who right. was, I don't know, most likely a black lesbian, right? Yeah, or sorry, a black trans lesbian, right? Because you would you the the lesbian a, would have to be able to produce sperm naturally. transgender of uh, yeah a black transgender woman yeah yeah female lesbian um this is this is the state of the this is the nonsense here's the problem with this wokeness Danielle here's the problem with it here's the problem with the media following this tap it takes away from the seriousness of the crime. Right. I'm, I'm sat here effectively mocking this story when this is a horrific crime. A eight-month pregnant woman was murdered. 21-year-old. 21-year-old. But because of diversity, equity, inclusion, wokeness, progressivism... Because of that, I'm not giving this story the serious attention that it actually deserves. And I wonder how many people have read this story and treated it with the same contempt I have simply because of the way it's written. Simply because of the, the ridiculous messaging of this story. It does it does the reality of this situation a disservice. And I mean and there are additional layers of that because according to this story and another account that we have of the same story there were multiple reports of the murderer having been violent for years right. and of domestic violence in this relationship that went unreported, that he was never arrested. Nothing ever happened because of it. But if it's reported as him fighting with his boyfriend, that two, two males in a relationship got into a fight. And one of them lost their baby. He's beaten the shit out of a woman. And it never gets reported because they call the woman a man. It's, you know, like you said, it's all, it's. It's, 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 it's absolutely horrific. ridiculous is what yeah. it is. Um, anyway, that is the, uh, what the hell does that mean segment? Yeah. 
Um, How are we even using these words together? Yeah, and I think these type of headlines are going to become more and more common as... Uh, well, we talked about this when the APA changed their guidelines. They actually changed the guidelines for using gendered pronouns to that the accepted standard is to use they and them pronouns for single, like singular... Yes. Third person, yeah. male or female. That's my language, bitches. Quit yeah. messing around with my language. I shouldn't be cussing. I've been cussing too much tonight. I mean, hey, you butcher mm -mm. the language, but I got a video. you do it on purpose. I have a video that I forgot about. I wanted to play after the uh, weapons in Ukraine thing. Um, it's, it's an admission of guilt. Want to take a look at it? Yeah. Uh, I was very careful about bringing any impeachment forward uh but when the president made that phone call in terms of ukraine there was no choice we had no choice he must be impeached that's nancy pelosi admitting that the uh the impeachment of donald trump was an attempt to protect the biden crime family because that let's not forget that that phone call in regard to ukraine was about the biden's criminal activity in ukraine right and that was when that was the key moment that nancy pelosi sprung into action and said uh, we got to get rid of donald trump he's about to expose the biden crime family and we cannot allow this to happen i just wanted to drop that in because I mean, that is a, or as um, Daryl Brooks would say, that is a tacket admission of guilt. <clears throat> Who remembers that trial? Oh, yes. <laughs> you know, yeah. that that's what we've been missing this summer. A good trial. We haven't had, we haven't had yes. a good trial. No, I agree. None. Yeah. Nothing good. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no but, Amber Heard, no Johnny Depp, no Daryl Brooks, no tacket agreements. He's, he's trying to say the word tacit. Yes. Um, but he read it. He read it in a online somewhere and just, you know, just went phonetic with it. Yeah. Tack it. And the judge, judge just mocked him. I don't know what a tacit agreement is, Mr. Brooks. That poor judge was, <laughs> oh, she was exhausted. Absolutely amazing. She was with absolutely the, amazing. The. Um, gymnastics she had to do trying to protect that man yeah but that himself that right there was a tacit admission from nancy pelosi that the uh, impeachment of donald trump over ukraine 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 was simply to protect the biden crime family right she hadn't even considered impeachment prior to that but because that phone call implicated the crime the biden crime family she had to uh she had to spring into action and do whatever she could to protect joe biden and lord lordy lordy he's still in his uh he's still former vice president respect the office respect so the office. what are you going to do hey folks if you're new here hit the thumbs up for us the um well, no, so, even if you're not new, hit the thumbs up. If you're new, yeah, there you go. Hit, everybody hit the hit thumbs the follow. up. Yeah, everyone he's, hit the yeah, thumbs he's up. He's new at this. Gets us a little, uh, gets us a bit of uh, traction, a bit of visibility on Rumble. If you hit that thumbs up button, 
And if you follow the channel, you actually don't get anything for doing that. You, um, but once we get a thousand followers, we're going to do something. Yeah, maybe do something. Well, I mean, Danielle said she's going to do something. Little something some something. kind of celebration. Yeah, I don't know what we're going to do. However, we'll if you if you hit the little red join button, that will take you over to Locals where you can either join for free. There's a lot of content over there for the free members. Uh, or you can sign up as a monthly paid member and there's going to be some new content coming for... Um, I've been, quite frankly, a little bit derelict on that uh, front. There is going to be some new content coming for our paid supporters. So we appreciate you guys sticking in there. Um, but it's it's coming. It's coming. It'll be coming around the mountain. Yeah, we're out of time, Daddy. In fact, we've gone over a little bit. Oh, yeah, we have. I was just, it, notice how he says that when I start to sing. I'm not going to take that personally. Because we're rubbish. Just going to point that out. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> all right. Yeah. Thank you all for hanging out I with us. I think, Alex, you meant to say nonsense. Yes. <laughs> we love you. We appreciate you. We'll see you next time. Thanks, Bye guys. Now. See ya.